All right, we're back, Maxi. Yeah, I didn't, sorry, I thought you wanted me to start. That's why I jumped in. No, Normally, the, right. uh, I usually start, don't I? The, the lead anchor. But uh, no, another episode of the pod, episode 10? It's 11, I think. I, 11? I said last week we need to start looking at what episode we're on. Um, <laughs> I hope it's 11, but <laughs> I checked last week, so I'm pretty sure it's 11, which is a good effort from us, I reckon. Yeah, how you been, mate? The, uh, yeah, you really said you train. Oh, no, Thursday you said you hit 400 balls. Yeah, yeah, that, that worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll go into that later, right. maybe, but... Do you want to um, introduce our guest this week, Joe? Mate, yes. So we, we talk a lot on the podcast about performance-based selections, whether that be volunteering, playing-wise. Um, we've probably done our guest a disservice <laughs> after his first two games for the club. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's definitely bashed the door down, none other than Ollie Burtz. Welcome to the pod, mate. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> mate, it's, uh, like I said, it's been a big season for you. I think 33 wickets I saw at 14 at the moment. Fairly impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a nice season so far. Yeah. A few more to come and get us off flag. Yeah, that'd be nice. And um, before we start, I'm I'm told Ollie's uh, media trained. Oh, really? From a reliable source. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's done this before, mate. That's good. Big lot, than us, so though. the podcast is probably a few rungs down. But, um, <laughs> no, it's great to have you on, Bertsy. Um, so look, what we might do? You want to start us with the results uh, first on the weekend, and then yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go um, into it from there. Yeah, so we're middle of the game at the moment. Two days Saturday, Saturday against Bright. Um, Brighton were a third coming into the into the game, and we were first. So, good battle against strong opposition, which we haven't had that much over the or over the season. We sort of got all our hard games at the end now, um, but they 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 won the day um, fairly comfortably. Um, probably one of our um, weaker days as a side, um, but we got bowled out for 150, I'd say, on a um, a wicket that was. A little bit damp in the morning, um, but we managed to actually get through that pretty well, um, 80-odd for two, um, and got ourselves into a position which we probably would have wanted to be in after that first hour, hour and a half, um, but sadly just um, they kept on picking up wickets at tough times and we could never really get a partnership going, which resulted in us being 150 all out. Um, we had a little bit of crack of them in the evening and they batted pretty well and got away to a decent start, so they're 40 for no loss, so... They're very much on top of us, um, but hopefully a few early polls on Saturday mm. and get right back into the game. Yeah, it's been interesting, the uh, Elstonwick wicket out there. It's always a bit damp starting off, I've found. I don't have much Oof. experience this year, mate. No, it's happened to the twos <laughs> a few times as well. But yeah, no, uh, obviously a lot to do for you boys on Saturday. Um, so we'll go into the twos. Yeah, so we batted it. at Brighton. Uh, so we got sent in, actually. got sent in. Uh, ended up about 190-odd, which mm-hmm. was good. We had a few early wickets that we lost, so we were reeling. Uh, Lockie Baker did his calf, yeah, well, so yeah. injury, so retired hurt. Um, and then we lost a few noticeable performances, though. Uh, Sam Groves, another 40-odd. And Jack Phillips, the new recruit. I think it's like 6'6 six, six or something, was just whacking a few yeah, he was for six. He's yeah. a good start, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Uh, well, he's been a great addition to the twos, to be fair. You know, a bit of a hitter at the end. He, um, he's the most nervous starter I've ever seen. Really? Like, he was none off, none off 20, yeah. and then was 50 off 60. He sort of needed that, though, didn't he, just to yeah. add a bit of time? Yeah, like. so um, and Henry Bennett, a uh, notable, notable former from Henry. A few yeah. cover drives with Cooper Davies' bat. Yeah, love the that. The Bennetts can do no wrong at the no, moment. No, no. Well, funnily enough, there was uh, a few Hugh Bennett shirts going around. So, uh, Jack, <laughs> yeah, everyone Jack in the club called Jack Phillips actually borrowed a Hugh Bennett shirt. <laughs> Did um, Coops have one on as well? Tom Cooper? Was that a Bennett shirt as well? Yes. I reckon it would yes. have been. Yes, so... For his there third was... 11, 150 or on yeah. Saturday? Yeah, <laughs> He was a Bennett. He was a Bennett on any I don't know. I think talent uh, transfers through shirt at the moment. <laughs> so a few notable performances. Um, uh, 
Look, we sent him in. Oh, we obviously bowled it. We had to bowl a few overs at the end. Um, a guy called Jack Rudder, who's played a lot of Brighton ones. Good player, got yeah. 30 off 20, and then he got out, and then 5 for 50 uh, Brighton yeah, nice. at the moment. So, Love it. yeah, second week, hopefully roll through them. Um, and yeah, finish? get a win. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I hope Berkey isn't thinking outright, but... You never know. Let's see how we go. Might be a few early finishes this weekend. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, our game's already finished. (laughs) Technically. Good segue into the threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the threes was interesting. Um, We sent them in, which was obviously a good decision in the end because we rolled them for 90. Um, That Box Hill pitch, if you've played out there, you know what you're sort of dealing with every time. Um, Tommy Ashman bowling a few half volleys over Kim's head, that sort of thing. Um, but he bowled really well, actually, Tommy. He bowled, I think it was nine overs, eight maidens, two for three. So very impressive bowling. They just couldn't hit him off the square. Um, and then Colin's got a couple. Uh, who else did? Um, yeah, everyone bowled well. We'll get into that later. But um, then we went into bat. Very shaky start. I think we were four for 25. Um, so the top order of the threes doing well again. Um, not unfortunately, but um, Jacko opened actually for the first time this year and ended up 36 not out. Uh, Kim made 30 as well, and we've already won the first innings, so it'll be an interesting uh, next week. See what happens. SR is definitely uh, going for the outright, mate. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> if we get, if, if we get an outright, we get a home final as well, so yeah, um, that'll be the goal, I think. Oh, very good. Look, I'll run through the fours quickly. Um, so, look, batted, uh, they bowled first, Box Hill all out 166. Uh, David Baker, 13 overs, 1 for 27. Uh, Spraying them everywhere on top. A few of us were watching him bowl. (laughs) He clawed it back. (laughs) Second spell. First spell is nothing to write home about. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And uh, none other than the Fonda Civic. 13 overs for 20, so he was obviously keeping it tight. That is an elite uh, opening partnership, isn't it? The the two lefties. Right. Um, (laughs) And then uh, T. Sullivan, 4 for 26 off 15. Very impressive. Uh, look, we could share it around. I know we've got Team of the Week later, so I won't go yeah, into yeah. too much. Probably already revealed one there. Um, <laughs> 166, they're chasing fours, though. Perfect. So hopefully they run that down. Um, uh, and the women, I'll just go through quickly. That looks like they had a tough day, surprisingly. Um, six for 43, they were kept two off their 20. And Richmond Union got past none down. So tough, 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 tough afternoon day. for the ladies. Tough day in the dirt. Um, and unfortunately, it looks like they didn't quite make the finals, um, finishing in fifth. So that'll be their season done and dusted. But um, it was another great season from them. Yeah, um, they went up a grade Going too. up a grade after yeah. last year's um, success. So uh, well done, ladies, and see you next year, I suppose. Yeah, how good. But now moving on, uh, Bertsy. So an English lad. Um, you just want to tell us a bit about where you've come from? Because uh, you've been over here a few times, which we'll go into. But uh, the league you play in back home, how you kind of found out about subbies in general, and we'll kind of segue into the next part. So, yeah, you want to give us a bit of a rundown, mate? Uh, yes, I play at um, Guildford back home in the Surrey League. Um, TC was a former Guildford boy as well, so there's a little bit of a Guildford link. LJ was the overseas back in 2014 and 2015, so we had him for two years. Um, so I guess there's now a little bit of an Elstonwick Guildford connection, which is quite nice. Uh, my subbies um, pathway was I just randomly got a message in July, August from someone um, in relation to Q, and I came over for, for the first time in. 2019, 2020, um, just before COVID all kicked off, yeah. um, and then came back again in or last season, um, and then yeah, this season was looking for something, and obviously had a 
a lot of familiar faces here, which I knew TC coming over, LJ being captain. I knew Zach very well through LJ and I knew Das very well through LJ. So there was already a fair few people here, which is always quite nice. And that was how I landed up at Elsa. Right, so it was just a message out of the blue to come to Q first. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't done to, through an agent or anything. It was just sort of just got something in my emails and oh, that must I, be already had a, I already, already had a few few of my best mates who actually ended up here that summer Freddie McMillan and Johnny Charles were coming out and then I sort of looked at it and I was like well if they're going out then better join them I can't miss out on yeah, that yeah well um, but yeah they obviously ended up coming out here so there's more Guildford players that have connected to Alston Wick so it seems a bit of a yeah, there, running on, yeah, there is a bit of a, a bit of a transfer system yeah. going on there. We'll see who we can get over next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play with Brad Erasmus as well? Does he play for? Guildford? Yeah, Brad's a former Guildford boy. I mean, yeah. he's moved out here now, so yeah, yeah, he's out here. Isn't I he? mean, he hasn't played at Guildford in five, six years. Yeah, okay. but yeah, just reeling off Lots Guildford yeah, Elston yeah, yeah. connections. <laughs> and not a bad club to, to land at. You can come over the queue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. You know, Subby's heavyweights, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't manage to quite win a flag at Q. I was away for the year that they won it. Yeah. Um, I've been a bit of a semi-finalist expert so far, <laughs> back to back semi-finals. <laughs> so hopefully we can go, go and win a flag this year. And well, actually, that probably reminds me of uh, the, the Burt's demolition. I was going to ask about that. Every... <laughs> yeah, run us, run us through that game last year. Uh, well, for those who don't know, what, what happened? I think well, it was a quarter-final, wasn't it? Q v Elstonwick. Yeah, it was the first final. I think I was, yeah. in, I was in Barwon Heads at a Bucks party. Oh, so really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to get reception. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember what we. I oh, know we bowled first, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and I think you were going all right. And then, yeah, got a few wickets towards the end. <laughs> um, finished with six, which is quite nice coming to the club, I think. Because we played you in this season as well. And I think when I shook hands with everyone, introduced myself, I think everyone was sort of like, oh, you got me out. Yeah. You got me out. More likely not. you sort of coming out soon. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, looking at my phone, I'm pretty sure we were like one for 100 in the quarterfinals. I'm like, oh, this is going pretty well. And then looked in all out 160. Like, oh, God. And then I think you guys ran down pretty comfortably. Um, How did you finish up last year? I can't even remember. Did you? We lost to Brighton in oh, okay. the semi-final. Um, yeah. I think Ricky Damiano, as he generally does got a 90 odd which sort of changed the game a little bit and then we just couldn't chase down 280 on a pitch that was getting worse and worse yeah. as the day went on he's um, not in yet is he this this game no he'll be in at <laughs> four i'd imagine so yeah, okay. big pole to go after and hopefully we can get him early and yeah put a bit of pressure on him <laughs> yeah geez but no we'll go back to like hey so a few guys you know here so obviously uh lj was over at Guildford, you were saying. Yeah. Um, so was it there a message from, from LJ to say, hey, we're interested in you coming over to play at Elstonwick and this kind of happened that way or...? Yeah, pretty easy. It was actually a pretty simple conversation, to be honest. Um, I know I know, Carlson has come back in the last week or so, but he left originally in the summer and there was a gap for a spinner. Um, and yeah, he spoke to me, said if I was interested and had a few conversations with him and Cam, a few Zoom calls and... Very quickly sounded like things were heading in a very positive direction this year and was pretty keen to come out to Melbourne. It's a city which I've sort of second home now, so yes. always keen to come back out here. And yeah, what, do you, what would you say the sort of the difference in standards like between back home and here? Um, obviously, I don't really know much about English cricket and Guildford and that sort of standard. What, what sort of the comparison do you reckon? Yeah, it's a hard one. I'd say the standard back home and it's better wickets and um, probably... 
better grounds just because they're not football grounds. They're very yeah, cricket-specific yeah. grounds. Um, and the standard is probably higher. The 1 to 11 is higher. Um, the subbies, you generally have the two or three best players in a team are very, very yeah. exceptionally good and would be the best players in any team back home. Mm-hmm. And then generally the weaker players in subbies teams are, um, would probably be one of the or probably be two's standard yeah, yeah. back home. Not as much depth. Um, and I think there's not as much depth in the teams as well. I mean, the lower teams in, in, this, in the league that we've had this year especially have been um, quite poor and I think that's probably shown in the table as well. There's quite a few teams who have only picked up two or three wins and they've generally been against each other. Um, whereas all the teams are generally, anyone can beat anyone. I mean, we came second last year, lost out on the final day, but I think we lost to potentially both the teams that got relegated that year. Yeah, right. Um, so it's relegation so, as well, that's different. Yeah, 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 different different way of going about it. So if you're generally always playing for something in the middle of the season, yeah, um, which is quite nice. Um, and we've had a, we've been lucky enough last year, we had a Victorian player as our overseas who's coming back this year and John O'Merlo, so... Really? Again, trying to it's keep handy, a bit of a, handy, yeah, <laughs> trying to keep a little bit of a Melbourne Guildford connection, which is nice. Um, but there's been some good overseas in the past. I think Pekovsky's coming back to play in our league. Madison, I think, is potentially playing this year as well. So, a bit of a Melbourne link to the, to say, the Surrey it's a bit League. Of a highway either way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, get out of the town for the for the winter, go over to Surrey, and then. Uh, Vice versa, come yeah, over I think to Melbourne. There's talks of a direct flight from London to Melbourne happening in the next year or two. So, jeez, maybe there'll be even more in the Surrey. Well, I've, I've heard rumours that uh, Das might have signed for for TC's club. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. 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 sense they're two leagues below. Um, they've had back to back promotions from Div Four and they're now in Div Two. So. Yeah, yeah Das will be another man who'll be in, in Surrey this summer. Jeez. Um, <laughs> loves it, that bloke. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's making leads, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he's now going to yeah, the big smoke. So. Yeah, he's touring England every summer <laughs> by the time of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, but uh, moving on, mate. So, Elstonwick. So, obviously, you've been in the uh, QN Elstonwick over here. How have you found the club uh, since you've come over? What have you liked about it? What are the kind of differences in your view to, say, your Guildford, maybe socially and, and club-wise, that, that you've found? I think generally there's a very different sort of vibe from England to Australian clubs. I think Australia, you generally have way more people come to training. It's generally a bit more of a just there to play cricket. So you just pe- people rocking up on your Saturdays and people who take that to cricket seriously might sort of train a bit more on a Thursday. And um, there's not as much of a social element as there is in Australia where you've got the Tuesday, Thursday sessions. Generally, you have food on a Thursday night after training. Um, so yeah, that's the big difference, which for me is a, as an English guy coming over is a massively important thing for me, um, because sort of don't have my schoolmates or, or uni mates, et cetera. So generally your friends are people from the cricket club or uh, luckily to have played at another club, friends from other cricket clubs. Um, so yeah, your cricket is sort of your social life here as well. Mm. Um, in terms of Elstonwick to Q. Not too much similarity, both big clubs. I mean, it's felt like Elstonwick this year sort of gained a few players as well this year. Yeah. Um, so it's mm. been a lot bigger club. I mean, I think that training the other night was there 54 people at training the other night. Yeah, it's um, and I, th- I think that generally coincides with the club being successful. Um, and I was lucky enough to be at Q when they were very successful. And the same thing sort of happened there. You'd sort of have a different, different player rocking up each week um, because they see things like their top of the leagues or top club championships, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Very, two pretty similar clubs, to be honest. Um, mm. Both very sociable, all very welcoming and very friendly people, um, which 
I'm sure you guys are aware. Um, yeah, it's not too many, not too many people who. You well, there's definitely been a different with. vibe this year to last last few years, Maxie. I suppose Absolutely. like maybe with winning, you know, a bit more culture, people, more people hang around, more people come to the yep. club. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely been. I know from my view, it's been good. You know, you got guys in in twos who have played a bit of ones cricket historically, and it just strengthens the whole club. So, yeah. and yeah, socially as well, more people. You know, more people come to functions. It's just more enjoyable be, when you're winning. It's more enjoyable. You want to yeah. come and, and train, I suppose. Um, <laughs> no, you, you, I don't know. I've never you used train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was there last week. Um, what about, talking about training, what's what's something you've sort of noticed different between Australia and England? It might be the same between Elswick and Q. Is there anything like you do at training in England that's generally a little bit different to Australia? Like you might be indoors a fair bit more, I imagine, with winter being a bit grim over there yeah i mean i try and avoid indoor stuff yeah. um that's why i come overseas in the, in the in the winters um but yeah i mean we guildford we don't have any i know we don't have grass nets here but from my time at q i mean we were grass nets every every evening yeah right. um so that was a big difference um mm-hmm. obviously nets here i think the mixing of of teams is a lot more um is a lot more prevalent here yeah um generally teams sort of keep themselves to sales a little bit at home not in an anti-social kind of way yeah, more yeah. just uh teams want to get their own stuff done and that's just how they see it being beneficial to getting a result on a saturday but i think um at elstonwick in particular there's a big sort of club emphasis and there's sort of discussions with all 50 of you at training on a on a thursday tuesday night at the start it's not just a one's doing this two's doing this it's a it's a club feel which are Again, it's probably why the club are doing so well in the, in the club championships and is yeah, why we're being successful this year. Yeah. yeah, speaking of how successful we've been, obviously it's a pretty exciting time at the moment for the club. I think almost, well, pretty much all Subbies teams are pretty much locked in now. Um, well, the threes are locked in, we're the, the only ones that aren't first. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, every team going into finals. Um, is there anyone in the ones that you think is going to explode in finals that you think is built for that sort of um, greater cricket that you think is going to go well? Um, oh, I think I think the big success of our team is that we've generally just been a really strong team throughout the year. There's always been someone who's who's stepped up. Um, and the man in form at the moment is uh, Hugh Bennett, yeah. who's also been sharing his kit with different different players <laughs> in different teams, and they've somehow been successful as well. So maybe Hugh is the man to lead us to a flag. But I, I, as, as I said, I think everyone sort of stepped up. If you look one to eleven. Everyone has probably won a game or two in that one to eleven, which I think is a nice feeling to have at the moment. Because you, whenever someone is given a chance to do something, I think everyone in the team backs them to do something because they've already done it at some point in the season. We've not been too reliant on on an, on one or two players, um, which I actually think is 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 what happens in subbies cricket. Generally, sides are built around yeah, one or two players, definitely. whereas this side is is a very different side. Um, so hopefully it'll just be a case of one or two people each each final each week stepping up, which we've done all season. Nothing yeah. changes. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, who, and who's like the, the team to beat? Would you say that the, uh, you're most worried about going into the finals? So I think it's all but settled now. I think the finals. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's probably Brighton at the moment. They seem to just be clicking at the right time, um, and they've notoriously been stronger at two day cricket than one day cricket. And with a lot of one day cricket this year, that's generally been where they've where they've struggled. Um, but they've they've got a good seam attack, good batting lineup. They're probably the only point that they're missing is a, is a very good spinner. Um, but they play on a wicket which doesn't take too much spin, and our wicket doesn't take too much spin. Mm. So they're probably the side um, to beat apart from us at the moment. But then Noble Park, obviously, mm. the mm. only time that they've lost this year, I believe, is is to us, and maybe last weekend to Mount Waverley. 
I've got um, that bloke that's made like yeah Pereira runs. I think he's got 600 runs and taken 30 wickets 20, 25 30 wickets Jeez. so yeah you, you want to get him out <laughs> yeah. um, but I know that their captain got injured a few weeks ago and he hasn't played the last few weeks so um, they'll sort of be going into finals with a few losses in a row so maybe confidence might be a bit lower than but I, I personally think Brighton are the, are the team to beat um, yeah. yeah so hopefully we can get a few wickets on, on Saturday and just sort of Put a bit, of, put a bit of a something in their heads yeah. to make them worry about us as well. Maybe you get like LJ warming up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll to the ground, LJ warming up. But uh, well, you don't you have Das and LJ at the moment either. So yeah, that's no, a couple I mean, two of two very big misses. Yeah. I mean, they bat four and five for us, and Das opens the bowling, so it's almost three players, not two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, two very big misses at the moment, and I mean, it, I'm sure we'll get Das back for finals, and yeah. maybe if we get to a semi or a final, LJ might. Um, might rock up, but you never know. <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah, um, fingers crossed. Let's move on to the team of the week. We usually get the guests to read it out, mate. So um, the Eel Whisperer has sent it over uh, this afternoon. So yeah. I've got it here, mate, if you just want to swap phones, maybe. The, uh, the Eel Whisperer loves a beer too. Yeah. <laughs> Does you speak he? to the Eel Whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> he gives you the team of the week. Yeah, uh, right. All right, but yeah, go for it, mate. All right, so we've got um, Steve Jackson, who got 36 not out on the threes. I believe you said it was his first time at the top of the order this week. So, so I, year, I, yeah. suppose, I suppose a bit of backstory was Jacko said, I'm going to go up to the top and show the threes how to build an innings. And credit yeah. to him, he did that. He, he, did, uh, no, he did very well. He knuckled Jacko. down on the hard wicket. Sounds like a bit of an inspired choice from the captain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ridgey, opening the batting with him, got 40. Actually batted really, really well. I mean, um, Sisti's probably one of the better bowlers in, in Subby's comp on a, on a, on a dampish wicket um, to get 40-odd. Um, and actually set the game up pretty well for us. It's just a shame that the middle order didn't quite click, but he batted really well. Um, in a partnership with Cal Seneth, who's at four on the list, got at 37. So they, I think, from five for two or something, got us to 80 for two, which was a really, really good partnership and got us into actually a decent position in the game. Um, Grozy's at three, getting 31. Um, Kim Moses at 5.32 um, Jack Phillips who we've spoken about wearing Huey Bennett's top and good new addition <laughs> got 58 um, TC 24 um, I mean his Red Bull stats have been so good so far this season sort of coming in it's been quite a bit of a tactical move to have him lower down the order he could easily bat 4 I was going to say yeah, three, he could four, bat 3 or 4 for, for like... any team in the competition yeah. including us but we've sort of made a, a point of having him down there to just I mean imagine coming in at at seven having got a team five down thinking you're close to being in the game and then TC comes out with the most perfect forward defence you're a bit like oh <laughs> more to come just um, a, it's a good looking technique with TC yeah, like, yeah. you don't think you're going to get him out you're like oh and he's sort of hammered teams into the ground in that last 40 overs where yeah. teams are tiring and he's coming in running between the wickets hard and yeah. rotating strike really well so that's sort of paid off for us in two day cricket at the moment um, and then we've got Tommy Ashman two for three off nine which is very economical figures and picking up a few wickets as well. Um, Raj Kuva, three for 22. Yeah, that's who I was missing, Raj. Raj. Raj, three for, yeah. yeah. Perfect pitch for Raj. Oh. <laughs> Perfect pitch for Raj. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bowling, yeah. something in the wicket. Yeah. And then Jimmy Collins, two for 32. And Tim Sullivan, who you mentioned earlier, four for 26. Yeah, Jimmy Sullivan and uh, Jimmy Collins's haircut. I don't know oh, if you've boy, seen yeah, it. That's a real talking point. <laughs> it's done it even as um, bit of a home job, oh, uh, apparently. Look, I don't know. It's, he's got wicked since he's had it though, so maybe you should just keep it. But. He's got some unbelievable stats, Jimmy Collins. I was looking at him the other day. And I think well, he's got like twenty nine wickets as well. It's funny because uh, new player to the club from uh, from Surrey also, Tom Tom Cooper. 
Yeah. Who was telling me all about his haircut and ripping into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's quite audacious from a first game to be ripping into it. <laughs> well, he was, tell, he was telling me about it. He was throwing absolute bombs at, at Collins. And I was like, man, it's your first week at the club. <laughs> <laughs> but you fit, he fits in well. Yeah. Like, no, he yeah, does well. Geez. How'd he keep on the weekend? Unreal. Yeah, he's pretty quick, oh, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's just like, you know how you see keepers, but just doesn't like fumble anything. Or... Oh, mate, the stumping that he got off Homburg out here. Yeah. I was at slip, it went down. It was going down leg and I was about to run down finally to get it and he whipped the bales off in about half a second. It was unbelievable. I think the thing is like, you know when you get balls on the half volley and they just don't drop them? Like, yeah, yeah. You don't notice him, which is... Yeah, that's, which is that's what you want, isn't it? Um, yeah, he's a good keeper. Played against him a fair bit back home. Yeah. Part of the reason getting him over, sort of thought he'd enjoy the club and thankfully he's... Yeah, right. and um, I tell you what, he loves a Carlton draft. Does he? Yeah, he, um, I was in a round with him on, on Thursday. Yeah, right. He finished one out of sip, and he goes another one. I was like, far out. <laughs> <laughs> as well, he's on no, the working yeah. holiday. Yeah, he'll be he'll be close to that off field eleven. Okay. <laughs> okay. You might have to change <laughs> that team. We haven't even discussed the uh, the off field eleven, but there's a lot of competition for spots. Yeah, um, you Burt's say that quite often. A, Burt's has been a long term member. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's good. LJ has probably slid out, unfortunately. Yeah, but, uh, child. I mean, I think that's yeah. fair enough. Though. Yeah, he's got his Early, Look, he's, he's still in the extended squad. Yeah. Uh, he can always work his way back up. But uh, I suppose to wrap up, maybe a how good and we've got the a function announcement. Um, yeah. The vote count. So the vote count will be in two, three weeks, I think. Um, March, maybe well, two it's weeks. after the last game, so. Yeah, yeah. two uh, weeks. It'll be the f- second of March, I think. Right, second second third, of March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think the twos have um, knuckled down and, and got it organised. I think I'm emceeing tonight, actually. So. <laughs> there you go, man. They've, they've, they've shoved me up the top. Maybe the media award. The, the, the podcast swamp. on the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> live pod, That's what I used pod. to do when it was me and Tucker we used to do that. I'm not that mad that we're yeah, not doing it anymore, the, to be honest. Uh, most, yeah, drinking the most beers award I won that year in <laughs> oh, the, the off-field 11 uh, <laughs> Maybe that's why I got the captaincy, but uh, <laughs> self-appointed. Yeah, maybe um, the winner of the vote camp could do a little live live pod. Yeah, maybe we maybe that's just a short one. Maybe maybe that's got maybe a little sound bite. Yeah, <laughs> well, that'd be interesting. Uh, but that'd but, be um, good. We also have Bailey House this weekend, which is yes. um, one of Elswick's biggest events, Bertie. So the Bailey House crew will come down and play a T Twenty out here. I'm sure Ed will score five hundred. Not out again. He's got a good um, average against us. He does that every year, so yeah. that'll be good. Um, always a great night. So get down to that. That's the threes event. Um, which we've been planning pretty well, so. Um, <laughs> is that the yeah. event? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> no, it is, a, it is a great night. Um, look, the how good. Um, I'm going to go with the training numbers. Not to, right. obviously, <laughs> tonight excluded, but uh, 50, yeah, I was 50, say, look at how <laughs> 50, 54 last week or something like that, yeah. Birds, he was saying, it's just unreal. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, I was loitering around the nets for, I think, 40 minutes looking for a hit because I had enough of fielding mm-hmm. with uh, John the Cat Watkin. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was there for 20 minutes waiting for a hit. So, yeah. But no, it's unreal. And I think it's a large part of the success, like Bertsy said. Yeah. Um, and it's great to see everyone Absolutely. sticking around. Even blokes like Huey Lynch, who's playing school cricket at the moment, just rocked up to have a hit as well. So yeah, it's good to have everyone coming down. Might uh, might put our guest on the spot now. Bertsy, how good? What have you enjoyed uh, maybe the last week or something good about the club? Um, that you've really gone, yeah, how good? Oh, I'll tell you what, on, on Saturday, after a, after a tough day, not feeling too good, but yeah. came down here and there was some live music before the, um, before the movie night and that lifted spirits pretty quickly. I forgot about the tough day and on the grass <laughs> pretty quickly once I'd had three or four Carlton drafts with some live music in the background. Um, I didn't plan on doing anything that evening, but 
ended up being quite a late one, which I think is probably credit to the to the atmosphere at the club yeah. after the game. I got, I got the rundown from Bertie on the way. I was driving him down here. He goes, it's not going to be a big one, but uh, ran me through the venues. And I was like, geez, yeah, well, that's that good. is a long night. Yeah, big yeah. thank you to Hayden as well, who organised that um, on behalf of the Fifths, I think. So by all accounts, it was, a, it was a good evening and well run. So thank you yep. to the Fifths for that. Um, that was going to be my how good, so... Uh, yeah. You can you think go. of another one, can't you? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, pretty mate. bad at thinking on the spot of our goods, to be honest. But um, I have to head off. Big futsal semi-final tonight. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, everyone's pumped about that. Should be should be good. Yeah, and so, Henry Bennett also in the side, I've yeah, heard. Yeah, big call-up, big call-up. Due to availability, though, you've told me, yeah, not, not ability. ability so, um, <laughs> Benno, Benno's in. So, Benno's um, can do no wrong at the moment. Yeah. Well, maybe Huey's available. Get him down. That, yeah, it's a good point, actually. <laughs> Huey's a decent soccer player. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Bertie. Um, no worries, pleasure. Be a good uh, next couple of weeks for the club and hopefully we can uh, win some flags. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you again, Bertie. Um, And good luck to the rest of the teams for for this weekend. Yep, beautiful. See you later.